Hello, hello. Welcome back to the CTO Studio. I, of course, am your host, Nikolai Walker. We are joined in studio today by guest Jonathan LaCour. He is the CTO at Mission. Mission is a AWS Premier Consulting Partner. Now, I'm going to throw this over to Etienne to have him ask the question, but today what we're essentially going to be discussing is what is it that CTOs need to know about infrastructure trends? But Etienne's going to say this a whole lot better than I am. So Etienne, take it away, please. So my my concern at this moment as the CTO of a company is sh- what am I not doing what, am, what do I don't know that I don't know? You're talking about trends and changes and all that's going on right now. And so notwithstanding the, the, the pandemic, but, um, you know, things are humming along. Um, every now and again, we run out of disk space, as an example. Oh, we have to quickly work on this stuff. I'm assuming that is the, the, the worst possible way to go about your infrastructure, so I just have this feeling of unease, like how do I know that I, what, what, what I'm not looking at and what I should be looking at and, and I should be bringing in a DevOps company and I, or I should be leaving this up to the professionals versus sending everyone for AWS certification and, and hopefully, you know, am I going the auto-scaling route or am I going the Kubernetes route? Am I going the... Like, like, so is it, how do I as a CTO know that I'm not doing this wrong? I think the key, that's a great, like, how is that not on the mind of every single CTO in the world? Like, it's, uh, you know, I definitely struggle with that too. Um, uh, and, and to me, the thing that always gives me comfort as a CTO is when I feel like I'm proactive and in control. When I'm having to be reactive most of the time in my behavior. So I'm, I'm seeing disk alerts, disks fill up and having to react and go and resolve, right? Or uh, I'm running out of uh, infrastructure kind of resources available and I'm having to manually scale things up, right? These are things that I don't want to have to be doing because it makes me, uh, it keeps me up at night. It distracts my mind from all sorts of things that I should be thinking about, like how can I maximize, you know, this business opportunity that I have? I've got a great product. I've got good product market fit. I don't want to be fighting, you know, battles for things that should just be handled, right? Like, am I following best practices? And the challenge with that is there's so much to fit in your head <laughs> and it's really hard to, to be able to handle it all, right? There's just, there's too many things to consider. So that's why I do think like, it's been really exciting for me to be in the partner space um, as a technology partner to companies that are, are struggling with this is, at the end of the day, I love nothing more than consulting with companies and helping them understand technology and how to best leverage it for their needs. And so, you know, having a trusted advisor, and that doesn't have to be a company like Mission. It can be, you know, um, you know, if you're a very small business and you can't afford to bring on a full-time CTO, get a fractional CTO, right? Um, if if uh, you have a CTO, but they're very busy running the product, you know, kind of an engineering organization, yeah, work with a partner, you know, hire. These are all, you have to make an investment somewhere, though. Yeah, right? no, I, I get that. I think there's a, generally, there's an unease in my mind when things are just humming along. It's like, what do I don't know is actually going on? Um, so are there some... Are there some trends that you sort of can think of or share with me on sort of what you're noticing 
you, 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 especially as you as a company have had to adjust? Are there some things happening in the infrastructure land that you're noticing as, as an important thing for people to maybe know? Yeah, I think a couple trends that are happening, and a lot of it does relate back to COVID. And I know everyone gets exhausted about talking about it over and over again, and that's fine, right? But, but you know, these these pressures that are created, they're real, and we do have to react to them, right? And so some trends that I'm seeing is we're seeing a big uptick in migrations. So people are saying like, okay, you know, I was putting off on migrating out of uh, my, my on-prem environment and moving into the cloud, um, but, you know, I really, I mean, maybe they have a hardware renewal coming up, like they have to refresh all of their, their gear, and that's going to be a big capital expense. Now's a good time to make that investment and to move from you know, these big CapEx expenses to an OpEx model transitioning and migra- migrating to AWS, right? So um, we're seeing a, a, a lot of that. Um, we're also seeing people uh, really discovering very quickly that I didn't really have a handle on my costs. I thought I did, but now I'm being asked by my investors or, you know, just by by my, my, my accounting and finance team to reduce costs, right? I have to cut... 15% of cost, or I'm going to have to let some people go. And um, so that's a huge trend right now as well, which is why we really leaned into our cost optimization services early in the year. It's like, this is what companies need right now. We have the expertise. Let's offer it to them. Get them a fix as quickly as possible. So those are two big trends. And then I think the third big trend are re-architectures that, in, that are designed to reduce overall operational expense, right? To, to drive efficiency. And those rearchitecture, you know, those things, containerization is a big thing that's happening right now, right? So companies are looking at like, okay, I've got kind of a, a maybe a legacy architecture or, um, you know, I'm not uh, taking full advantage of all the technology that's available to me. Maybe if I can containerize my application, bust it up, maybe create, uh, you know, move from a monolith into microservices, I can more independently scale these things. I can have teams that are smaller and more dedicated, Um and so we're seeing a lot of that as well. Projects around containerization. So those are probably the three biggest things. Oh, and then other things in that same bucket with the containerization are things like adopting RDS, right? And so maybe they have a self-managed database and they're like, what am I wasting my time doing this? You know, I, I, I don't want to have a DBA on staff spending all their time monitoring and managing, you know, my MySQL cluster, right? Just turn on RDS, point to the endpoint, let AWS handle it for you. Same thing with, you know, all their other managed services, Elasticash and, you know, just I could go on and on and on. Uh, Moving to managed services. Yeah, and I think um, one of the things, if we talk about the brutally early startups, i.e., you know, like it's let's just define them as two million ARR and below. That's not brutally early, but that's 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 still pretty small. Um, I think that there's this constant struggle with the CTO to want to do things themselves and having to understand everything. And why I'm such a huge fan of shifting to the experts, even when it's a bit uncomfortable or it feels a bit early. Is, is you are nurturing that mindset that that the specialists, the ones who eat, sleep, and drink this kind of stuff, will just provide you with 
20x the type of knowledge and expertise than you buying AWS for dummies and you saying, well, I'm the CTO, I should be doing this stuff or I should know this stuff. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it might be, it's not always the wrong move for your team to become the experts on infrastructure, right? But it often isn't. And I think that's the biggest struggle. Like I've been CTO of a very small startup on several occasions. And when, when you are in that environment, you have significant constraints, right? And you, you have to look at, at, you know, the team that you have and say, okay, what are our core competencies? What are our unique differentiating skill sets that can set us apart? Everything else has to become not a focus and you need to find a way to either make it something you either a don't do if it's possible or b someone else does for you who is an expert. And most startups that we encounter now, there are a lot of them out there doing SaaS applications. They're, they're building out, you know, products in, uh, with very clear market needs and they need to be really, really good at understanding their customer, understanding, um, the problems that they're facing and solving those problems for the customer. What the customer doesn't care is how do you run your infrastructure? The customer cares that the application is up and running 24 hours a day and is performant, right? And so, you know, if you have limited investment, deploy that capital on things that are going to matter the most to your customer, right? And the things that you can be uniquely differentiated and that you have the skill sets to handle, right? And, and that's why it's okay. Like, don't, it's okay to, you can't fit everything in your head anymore. It's impossible, right? It's okay, to say, I have a guy for that. <laughs> so as a New Yorker, I just want to say that I have been raised with that belief and I have been raised with that mantra. I always have a guy for anything I got to do. Yes, and I think such a critical function of the role of CTO is to decide what is um, what technology is the competitive advantage and what isn't and 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 work on building the moat around the competitive advantage but please don't do any work on 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 the other stuff and I think that's kind of where I'm headed with that thinking yeah and and the most common mistake I'm seeing right now is people at very small startups becoming kubernetes experts that's a huge mistake in my opinion Right. Like if you, you know, I'm not saying Kubernetes is bad. Kubernetes is fantastic, but it is big and it is complicated. And are you really adding value? Like there are other ways to solve this problem. Are you, you know, a lot of times people can just do something a little bit simpler. They can use ECS or they can use EKS, right? You don't have to run your own Kubernetes cluster. Not every problem requires that huge sledgehammer of complexity, right? You might just be able to, you know, do things simpler. Thanks again for joining us here in the CTO studio. And thank you to Jonathan LaCour, who is the CTO at Mission. Mission is a AWS partner providing DevOps services, and they are friends to go to when you need infrastructure questions answered obviously. Uh, if you would, please, since you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe to it in iTunes. Also, go check out Jonathan LaCour's LinkedIn and do check out 7ctos.com. Also, check out missioncloud.com. We'll see you again with another interview with Mr. Jonathan LaCour.